Hey yoga teacher, now is the time to make a much bigger impact in the world. You're listening to The Yogipreneur, a podcast for entrepreneurial yoga teachers who want to stop the hustle and overwhelm and instead create more income, freedom and success. I'm your host, Kelly McHugh, founder of Digital Yoga Academy, and I'm sharing business and marketing strategies to grow your community in a way that makes it easy to take action today. I believe that you have a unique message to share that your people need to hear. So let's get to it. Today I'm talking about charging your worth, okay? Talking about charging your worth, but specifically why you shouldn't charge your worth, okay? So this may be a little controversial and perhaps it's the opposite um, to what you've been told, okay? Now, if you've been teaching for any length of time or you've just been in business, perhaps you're, you know, you've worked as a freelancer, perhaps you still do work as a freelancer, you've probably heard people say to you, charge your worth, or, you know, charge what you're worth, your time is worth so much more. Have we heard this one, guys? Let me know, let me know if you have, if people have said this to you before. And I think this is always part of a larger conversation about pricing. And it's definitely something that I hear in the yoga space, okay? And it's usually between a teacher who's struggling to make a sustainable living teaching yoga and a friend or even a coach who's trying to be helpful. And the message is that if you're not charging what you're worth, then you're not charging enough. And damn it, you're worth more than that. Have we heard this? Does it sound familiar? Um, I think, you know, what I'll say to you is, if you're keen to earn more from teaching yoga this year than what you earned last year, then I encourage you to stop thinking about this phrase, charging your worth. Stop believing it. And here's why. Your self-worth has nothing to do with how much you earn. Think about it. Self-worth is intrinsic, right? When you feel intrinsic self-worth, you're happy, you're satisfied with yourself exactly as you are. And as yoga teachers, we spread this message, don't we, of self-worth, of loving yourself, of knowing that you're enough. And I'm sure that each and every one of you, you know, believe that every person's worth is invaluable, okay? It's immeasurable. So this really has nothing to do with your ability to earn money. And the problem with charging what you're worth is that you're tying your pricing, okay, for your services, your classes, your workshops, your private sessions, you're tying that pricing to your personal value instead of tying it to the actual value of your work. And, you know, you're tying, you're tying it to you, okay, and what you are worth to the world. And that doesn't in- align with intrinsic self-worth. Does that make sense, guys? Really, it's, it doesn't align. It does not align with when we think about self-worth, intrinsic self-worth, and being happy with who you are as you are. And I actually think that it's actually quite damaging to your mindset and your psyche, really, to start linking your income potential to your personal worth. 
Um, being self-employed, yeah, being a yogipreneur is challenging enough, right? Without having your, um, your business successes or your failures become a metric that determines your value as a person, okay? And pricing itself is quite emotional, isn't it? Pricing is quite an emotional experience. So it's no surprise, really, that that phrase is so popular. You know, charge your worth is so popular. And it's emotional because you, as a yoga teacher, have to be daring enough to speak big numbers out loud. Yeah, when a personal, when a potential client asks you, you know, how much your private session is, you have to say that number out loud with confidence. And you also have to work through your relationship with imposter syndrome and self-doubt. And if this is a big one for you, if this, you know, imposter syndrome, you see it showing up in your business and personally, it's something you're struggling with, then I really encourage you to go and listen to episode four of the Yogipreneur podcast, which is all about imposter syndrome, okay? And side note, thank you to everyone who has rated the podcast. It's a five-star rated podcast. There's an episode every single week. But back to charging your worth. It really is no wonder that, you know, this simple um, charge your worth and people will pay it idea has caught on, okay? And in some ways, it is a good thing. In some ways, it is a good thing because it challenges people to play bigger when they're stuck, yeah, when they're, feel, when they're playing small. But the issue is playing bigger means something different for everyone, okay? Telling a yoga teacher that's got 10 years experience to play bigger is, you know, means different, something di completely different to a new yoga teacher with 10 months of experience, right? So, you know, when you say charge your worth, it's very much a blanket approach to this advice. It's the same mes message that's being shared with everyone. And it can actually make it a bit more confusing because what does it even actually mean, okay? I think it's important to take the emotion out of this, right? To take the emotion out of your pricing, yeah, and what you charge. And know this, you are very likely able to earn more money, okay, than you currently are in your business, yeah? Then what you're earning right now is very likely that you can earn more than what you're earning right now. And the first step to this is you have to take the emotion out of it because Money is a powerful force, right? Money impacts on our freedom, it impacts on the decisions we make, the way we view things, and understandably, we tend to get a bit emotional about it, and we have deep-rooted beliefs when it comes to money. We all do, we all do. You know, just from when you were growing up, the things that you heard around you about money, have a think about that. And I think, you know, it's important to remember that people make their buying decisions, you know, about who they're going to spend their money with. And think about your own behavior here and who and where you spend your money. Yeah, it's very likely that you spend your money with people that you know, like and trust. Yeah. So if you think about it from that perspective, you know, it's important that you deeply understand 
who your ideal students are. And I talk about this all the time because it always comes back to that, guys. It always comes back to, you know, who are my ideal students and, you know, what is it they want from me? What is the transformation they're looking for? How much are they prepared to pay for that transformation? When you understand your ideal clients and your students, it's going to make business so much easier. So if you don't know that, you need to do a rewind, okay? You need to take it back and you need to start there because that is how you build a more profitable and sustainable yoga business. And, you know, I totally get that pricing isn't easy, yeah? There's no single formula. Okay, you guys are going to be pricing your classes, and this is if you're out of the studio and you're creating your own offerings, of course. But your classes, you know, you might be doing workshops, you might be doing events, perhaps you're doing retreats, perhaps you you want to work with private clients, you know, perhaps you're doing corporate yoga, maybe you're creating an online course or a program. All of these things you have to price, okay? And there isn't a single formula, um, but you need to set your price. And people will either come to it or they won't, right? People either become clients or they don't. And to make that happen, your responsibility is to communicate the value of what you do. What is the value of your offering, right? Because it isn't about charging your worth. It's it's about actually pricing based on what your what your offer is and the value that you're offering and you need to be able to communicate that okay you need to be able to do, communicate that to your students your potential clients you know the value of what you offer and you communicate that through your marketing guys okay this is why marketing is so important you know you can be communicating that all along totally all along throughout your marketing things like sharing case studies okay of clients that you've worked with and that you've got results for things like sharing testimonials social proof media coverage your marketing you know especially things like blogs and videos those things really enable you to show that you know what you're doing and that you know what you're talking about, okay? And that you can get results. And that's the value that you offer as a teacher, right? Remember that people buy a transformation, okay? If you join me on my lives, you'll know I I say this all the time. People buy a transformation. They're paying for an outcome, okay? They're not just paying to come along to a yoga class. They're paying for, you know, um, how they're going to look or how they're going to feel. And you really need to be able to communicate this to them and demonstrate the value that your offering is going to have on their lives, okay? And this is, this, the problem is that, you know, many yoga teachers price their offerings too low. Most of the time, this is due to, um, it's due to lack of confidence, isn't it? You know, if you don't feel confident. And when you do feel more confident in your abilities, and you've earned that confidence, and by that I mean you've gained experience and you've had results, yeah? Your students have shown results. So you feel confident because you know that what you teach and what you offer makes an impact, okay? And the way that um, you price yourself, you know, has to have roots in what you're able to achieve on a results level, okay? Think about this, write this down, write this down. The way you price, you have to, it has to be linked to what you can offer 
in terms of results, okay? So it's not just, you know, what you feel you can do because you've, you know, set your, your you've set a high price because you're charging your worth, okay? So what I want you to do is I want you to ask yourself, you know, what proven results do I get for my students? What results have, have my students had with me, okay? And this doesn't just relate to, um, you know, improvements that people might have in their yoga practice, okay? Maybe now, you know, in week five, they're getting into crow. I mean, that is a benefit, of course, but think about the impact that you have on someone's life, okay? You know, less stress, better relationships, um, better moods, maybe they're focusing more on their jobs. You know, if, if your niche is like highly stressed city workers, Think about the actual impact that you create in somebody's life, okay? And then also, you know, ask yourself, how many classes, workshops have you taught? Yeah, what's your experience overall? And what unique skill set are you bringing to the table? So ask yourself these questions. Ask yourself these questions around the impact that you're creating, you know, your experience and so on. Because the more experience and success points, that you have on your scoreboards, the more you can confidently charge. And that's not to say that you should go below the threshold of what's the going rate because you don't feel like you have enough experience. And that's where the old imposter syndrome is creeping in. And it's really about getting the balance right and understanding you know, where you are and the value that you offer to someone else. Does that make sense, guys? Because, you know, I know experienced yoga teachers who have been teaching for 10 years or so, and they're charging a grand a day, okay? They're charging a grand a day. And I know this because I've had the quotes, okay? And the thing is, they can clearly articulate the, off the value that they offer, okay? And, then the, and the experience that they have. And they get the jobs. They get the jobs. So you know, they can, they can charge more because they can articulate it, they can sh demonstrate that they can really make an impact and that they're delivering an outcome. And that's really key. That's really key, okay? It's not about their self-worth. It's not about their self-worth, okay? It's, you know, that's immeasurable. We've already discussed that. That's immeasurable. And I think thinking like this is just really making it about you rather than the value of, of what you offer and the services that you offer. So do the research, you know, ask the questions, ask the questions and then test your price. Test your pricing by promoting it, yeah? And, you know, I say this nearly every week, but treat your business like a laboratory, guys. Do not be afraid to make mistakes. Do not be afraid to put things out there. That is how you take imperfect action when you feel stuck and you don't know where to start. So test it. Test your pricing out, yeah? You know, when an ideal client pays your price, then you know that you've done a really good job communicating the value of that offering, yeah? And value is not self-worth, okay? Value is what others take from your offerings, Whereas self-worth is intrinsic self-belief, yeah? So we, we don't want to have the two intertwined. And that's why today I'm, I'm sharing with you that, you know, we need to stop saying charge your worth. And actually, we need to remove that emotion from pricing. And we need to think in a business sense, how do we price our offerings? 
Okay, so I've got a few more points before we finish up today. And firstly, I want to say that, you know, money motivates people, right? We know it motivates ourselves, it, it motiv motivates you, but it motivates your students too. It motivates your private clients and your students, especially if what you're offering is... Um, uh, how can I say this, is, is highly dependent on your student taking action, okay? So for instance, a great example of this is inside an online course, an online yoga course or a program. Money is a motivator to get people through your course, okay? So think about, you know, if you've signed up for something that's free, like a free online course, which might be fabulous, but if you haven't paid for it, it's easy to keep putting it off, okay? Whereas if you've paid for it, then you know that's going to motivate you to actually go through the content that you've paid for. So charging more can be crucial for your students to do the work that's required and to get them to that transformation, to get them to that outcome that they're seeking and that your course is, promote, is, is pr promising. The other thing with charging too low is that people begin to doubt and question the value. Okay, I always say, go back to your own behavior. Think about things that you've, you've purchased in the past. Maybe you've even purchased a course that cost you $99 and it's still sat in your inbox. Okay, it can actually be easier to sell something if you raise your price. Yeah, and I've certainly seen that in my own business. And money motivates you, right? I've said it already, but money motivates you. And when you charge a price that makes you feel a little uncomfortable, or maybe even makes you feel a bit insecure, that can actually be motivating, okay? It motivates you to raise your game and to deliver even more value to your community. And that's what you want to be doing, guys. It's all about value, okay? If there's anything you take away from today, it's that. You want to be offering value to your people, yeah? You want your stuff to be so good that people keep coming back for more, okay? So I'm gonna leave you with a few questions to ask yourself now when you think about your pricing. Number one, how much time will my offering, so it could be a workshop, a retreat, or an online course, how much time will it save my potential student? How much time will it save my client, okay? And when you think about this, remember that they want a transformation. So this is the time saved, is, is the time that's saved is about, you know, them doing it on their own versus doing it with you. How much time are they gonna save? What is their time worth? What is their time worth, okay? That time saving, what is it worth? And how much joy is it going to bring them? Because you can't really put a price on that, can you? And lastly, how much do I need to charge for this so that I, so that I feel compensated and not resentful, okay? How much do you need to charge so that you feel com compensated and not resentful? Because... If you feel resentful, that's a, an indicator that you are pricing your offerings too low. Charging your worth is such a big topic that comes up all the time. And I see it in Facebook groups all the time. You know, people will be like, oh, I want to do a workshop. What do you think I should price it at? And it's not a blanket approach, right? And you'll hear people comment, charging, charge your worth. Don't charge too low. And whilst I agree with that, don't charge too low, you need to also be strategic about it. You need to think about how much value you're actually bringing to the table, okay? How much value are you bringing? And when you reframe worth 
and see it for what it truly is. It's not about your self-worth, okay? And when you do that, you can price with clarity and with confidence. And that's what I want from you guys, to be able to price with clarity and confidence. So I want you to keep your pricing, your pricing, <laughs> and your income separate, okay, from your self-worth, okay? That's going to eliminate any stress. If you're feeling stressed around this, that's going to help you to eliminate it. Separate your potential income and separate it from this self-worth nonsense. <laughs> and I, I promise you, you're going to find it so much easier yeah, to determine your price based on those questions that I've given you guys. And you'll be able to just stand behind that price when someone questions it. You know, when someone asks you, well, why do you price it like this? you know, oh, it feels a bit expensive, you'll be able to stand behind it and you'll have the reasons why you've priced it that way. And not that it's about charging your worth. We need to be more strategic, guys. We need to have more business answers to back it up, okay? Okay, and if people don't, you know, they don't go for your offering because they maybe don't feel like it's, they think it's too expensive, then they're not your right, they're not the right customer for you. They're not your ideal student, so you just move on. It's not a reflection of you, okay? Oh, God, I hope you've enjoyed that today. I, I've enjoyed uh, delivering that content to you guys. You've been listening to the Yogipreneur podcast brought to you by Digital Yoga Academy, the leader in business and marketing education for yoga teachers worldwide. And if you loved what you learned today, please subscribe, rate, and give us a review. And remember that learning is nothing without taking action. So join the Success Club, our monthly membership of online trainings, where you can get access for an entire month for free. Go to digitalyogaacademy.com forward slash success club.